Hey guys, welcome to the Toys of a Time Gone By. My name is Mark, and here's another episode. In this episode, we are talking about Centurions. So, let's start this. I mean, who I had them as a kid. Hope any of you guys had them as a kid. I'm sure you did. But they were really fun. So, it goes, their little backstory goes, the Centurions are a group of special operatives who are assigned to stop the evil Dr. Terror and his army of drones. They are led by Ace McCloud and aerial assault specialist Jake Rockwell is the land operations expert. Max Ray is a sea operations specialist. They use advanced battle suits that are teleported to them from their HQ in Earth orbit. Dr. Terror is a maniacal genius who is bent on conquering the world. He carries out his evil plans with the aid of the cyborg goon hacker and his army of drones. So, that's the little backstory about uh, Centurions. And they didn't last too long, which, you know, that's what happens in the 80s toy lines. It don't last too long, like Sectors and all that. Um... Remember Inhumanoids and um, and there's a few others that just didn't last too long. It's escaping me right now, but um, do a little more research on them. So now we have Ace McCloud and uh, Ace McCloud. He's blue with silver, has a helmet, and has this cool like uh, jetpack on with like <laughs> these little boosters on his legs and a little red uh, looks like a little red gun that kind of looks like a missile and he has missiles on his back too then you've got the orbital inceptor interceptor and skybolt which those are pretty cool that's uh that's the this the um the same thing that's like it's like a box art of the same thing that's on it's orbital interceptor it's these things kind of like go on their backs as they uh, fly like they fly with it and it's got missiles and all this cool stuff if you want to look it up you should check out centurions they had their own cartoon and as a kid I used to watch it I used to watch Centurions. What wasn't one of my favorites, which all you guys know, Mass of the Universe is my absolute favorite. And go on the line, my favorite, like Mass of the Universe, Thundercats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Silverhawks, like those things are my favorite. And one one of these episodes, I'm going to do a top ten list of favorite cartoons favorite favorite toy lines and so now we have Jake Rockwell he's like this cool yellow paint scheme with uh, underneath the paint scheme it looks like his um, like his suit has like some armor on it and underneath it's black it's got a yellow yellow helmet and and now he has these guns and he's like missile launcher on the side and in the back he has this backpack with like these missiles like how do the it's funny I, I like these guys can hold like a mass amount of things it's so hilarious so I mean and then we got the next one we have is the wild weasel hornet slingshot and a detonator 
Now let's talk about the wild weasel. It kind of looks like a weasel. <laughs> it's uh, this. It's like this yellow and green uh, vehicle that has like they go. They pretty much uh, these guys go into these vehicles, which is really cool. They're like all armored, uh, huge armored vehicles, and they like they must be like almost nearly like exo suits that they use. And, they, and their tour line is called Centurions Power Extreme. That's a great name, anyway. Power Extreme. It gives them, it makes them sound like they're just like a menace to like to deal with. You can't uh, even imagine. But but these, the wild weasel, and it's got the, like the little yellow green missiles all over the place on its back and stuff. It's a land assault. Uh, land assault. Uh, now we have um, the Hornet. Now the Hornet's cool because it's got like a little helicopter blade. It's yellow. It's got the Centurion figure in it. Um, there's a land assault weapon system, <clears throat> and uh, it's got like the helicopter missiles all over the place. Uh, he's got like it looks like big. It kind of looks like he has like skis on, like green skis on, and fully armored. It's really neat. I mean, you guys just take a look at it. I know you can't see it from where I'm. I know you can't see it from my podcast, but you should take a look at it. It's really neat. Then after that, we have the sw- the swing shot. Now that's cool. It's got freaking looks like a freaking tank. Just it, it kind of looks like a tank. This thing. It's like an upright tank. You put your character in it, um, and it's also called the land assault weapon system. Now, uh, let's see here, and they are made by Kenner, so I mean, Kenner made Star Wars, so I mean, these 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 didn't these weren't as popular as uh, Star Wars or anything like that. But I tell you, what imagination! Really, what imagination in these these figures and sort of like exosuits and stuff but this this um swing shot is like like it looks like a the lighter green dark green outs uh missiles and guns and all that it's really cool and then it's got these cool treads that can go over all terrain and stuff like that and moving on you get the detonator the detonator oof It's like they use. They seem to use a lot of green and yellow in all these. So it looks like they all are pretty much land assault weapon systems, and they're all like green and yellow. And this got this huge missile in the front. Big, big feet, and then it's like the yellow. The character inside sitting in the middle. It's like how, how do they stand up? Unless it's all like hydraulic or something like that. Or propulsion, but these things are really cool. And and what I forgot to mention here is um, uh, some of them they change. Some of them like a um, could sit by itself as like a uh, a ground turret. Some are just like uh, they stand up and they just. It's almost like it's really cool that they change. They could lay down or stand up. It's really neat. Now let's go into Max Ray. Max Ray is another cool one. 
Um, Max Ray, he's like got this limey green color to him. He got this mustachio, which every time I see one of these figures with a mustache, I think of like Duncan, Man-at-Arms from He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. They just gave him a mustache. He makes him look more um, older and smarter and I guess uh, like just makes him look more more like a menace to screw with you know what I mean like he's the he's the he's the intelligent guy in the room he can do anything he's more refined you know so now he has this kind of kind of like missiles all over the place it's really cool he's got the propulsion on the side like where he can fly he's got like a green and black helmet He's got this blue uh, launcher in the front, like, you just hit the button, this missile just flies out, hits your eye. Oh, shit. Hit my eye. So then you got, um, you got these yellow weapons in the back, orange. It's like more of a scheme, like a orange, blue, yellow scheme, and green. So now, uh, Max Ray is sea operations expert and cruiser assault weapon system so that's what it is he's underwater so you have to have land air and sea these guys go everywhere they're the centurions all right now getting to the sea bat the tidal blast and the depth charger still all awesome stuff sea belt so now this is the this is the sea assault uh, weapon systems. All these are the sea assault weapon systems, and you have the sea the sea bat, which the the uh, figure goes in. It's got almost like a wingspan, a little kind of like a wingspan. Missiles all over, all over the damn thing loaded with missiles on the top on the bottom it's orange it's got yellow coming out of the side like yellow missiles little tubes going into the um like so he can breathe like a, a breathing apparatus that's really cool i mean and they all kind of seem to scheme the same type of uh color scheme orange and yellow they're all like because they they see one so they have to have a different scheme and they do the same thing as far as change a little bit like you change them up like almost like not really quite as intricate as a transformer maybe g1 transformers they were easy kind of easy to um transform not the new ones but um you can like change them up they all have kind of like a they all have kind of like a these huge missiles they go they do the same thing with the centuries they go on them they the figure goes inside them and uh, you can just stick them in your bathtub. So there's sea one. So you just throw them in the bathtub and you're cool. This other one, depth charger. Oh, I mean, well, <clears throat> the tidal blast is the one I was talking about. These big blue missiles and this big orange, like, it looks like it would be like heavy on his back and he would just float to the bottom and not be able to get back up. Now this other one, the depth charger, you have to look at that thing. 
because it's got one guy in the middle and he's got these little legs coming down and it's like he looks like he's in a helicopter but it's under the sea and missiles all over the place it looks like if he tried to stand up in this he wouldn't be able to stand up he he would just fall over to one to the back he would go backwards because there's no way this dude can stand up in this just big huge weapon you check that out the death charger now there's a school centurion power pack it says it adds power to all centurion heroes and hero assault weapon systems not exactly sure what it does but it doesn't really do anything it's just you just click it you just kind of like uh, pop it in the back but it says it adds power to them so i mean it's just i guess it's another type of gimmick there's not really much to talk about there now we got this all oh, this cool this cool um figure here dr terror dr terror is really cool i mean he's got this half robot body it looks like <clears throat> he went through a lot of like surgery to become dr terror because he's got a half of he's got like this half a human body and a and a human head partial human head he's got a missile on his arm he's got a orange and blue uh, gray helmet he's got a big robot uh arm he's wide he's got this little sort of like um, round little almost like a little robot head on one side and one leg is normal and the other leg is this big chicken robot leg looking thing i mean it's really interesting and they 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 the imagination that was put into them i mean it's really cool i mean i remember just like as a kid watching a cartoon and a cartoon was fun i mean this all was fun so dr terror is the evil genius half man half cyborg that's what he was so now uh, a brilliant yet evil genius dr terror fused half his body to a powerful computer system in a bizarre operation which he himself developed now programmed for the ultimate evil he challenges the centurions in a fight to rule the world his cyborg half syntax launches a powerful missile and a grasping clever claw combined dr terror with the doom drones strafer or with hackers cyborg half lesion for increased firepower he is some kind of badass i will tell you that so now uh they show him he's like moving into battle and uh and then he's uh doc terror and and hackers cyborg half joined to attach so that they can actually uh join which is really neat so he got two guys it's 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 really cool like he can actually come apart and then the other guy could be put on the other guy could be put on on one side that's hacker hackers like him too hackers are half um half human half 
half robot too. So now Hacker is like this blue, kind of like blue uh, character. So same thing, half human, half robot, blue helmet, black and blue helmet. Um, on the back, he's got like no shirt on, so he's buffing. I mean, he's really neat. He's got a stupid look on his face. I will be honest with you. He's not like the other guy where he had this really neat, sinister look. Hacker, I mean, Hacker has just got this dopey ass look on his face. You just gotta look, and he's bald. It doesn't matter if he's bald. I don't mean anything by that, but I'm bald. But he's got this stupid. And it kind of reminds me of the Looney Tune uh, cartoon with the wrestler, with the, the the wrestler in it, with that dopey look. That's what it kind of reminds me of his face. But the premise, I mean, the whole idea of this figure, and then tra- and then attaching to the other figures, just pull them apart and they attach. That's pretty neat. So now we got the Doom Drones, Straffer, and Traumatizer. Get traumatized. So now, this is neat. It's more like, um, Straffer is more like a jet. And what I like about these figures is they all kind of combine. It's really neat. Like, you could put your figures in all these things and, and these, um, vehicles and they all like it's it's really neat they all combine together it's it's awesome you could mix and match figures change them around and you know what these figures are going for if you go on ebay these figures are going for you know a lot of it's quite a bit of money right now i mean uh, a lot of 80s stuff is starting to really really get more and more expensive and it keeps going up constantly I mean it keeps going up all the time as a Masters of the Universe fan and collector I've noticed that a lot of even the Masters of the Universe stuff is getting so sky high I mean I've I bought like I had the Eternia castle and I it's not complete but every part that I buy I mean it's it's just sky high so I try to get them at a good price and it's kind of it's getting harder and harder but now we have um, we'll continue we have the doom drone traumatizer so traumatizer is a kind of like just kind of like look like a regular robot green regular robot looks like he's a jet that would trans he looks like he would transform into a jet he's He's pretty neat. And all these figures were made by Kenner in 1986. They tied into the cartoon, the cartoon of the same name. And I mean, it's it's really, really fun. I mean, to just like, you know, just like He-Man, like um, it's really fun that you have your figures in your cartoon and you could really like uh, get into you know, playing with your figures with your cartoon and watch your cartoon and see how, you know, how neat it all is together. It comes all together. So, um, a little bit about the premise, uh, of the, uh, more about the premise of the show too. 
So in the near future, in the 21st century, the cyborg mad scientist Doc Terra seeks to conquer the Earth and turn his inhabitants into robot slaves. He is assisted by his cyborg companion hacker and an army of robots. There were many types of cyborgs. The Doom drones traumatizes. The most commonly seen drones are walking robots with laser blasters for arms. The toy for the traumatizer was a Sears store exclusive. The traumatizer leader was colored red. Doom Drone Straffer, Straffer, a flying robot armed with missiles and laser dock terror and lasers. Dock terror and hacker are able to fly by swapping their purely robot half for a Straffer. Ground, ground boards, a land-based robot arm, armed with lasers that moves on treads. No toy was made of ground borgs. Cybervore, Panther. So, ground borgs, there was no toy made of the ground borgs but they but in the animated series ground borgs was in the animated series but there's no toy made of it cybervore panther a robot panther introduced later in the series could combine with a cybervore shark a toy for the cybervore panther was designed but never released cybervore shark a robot shark introduced later in the series could combine with cybervore panther a toy for the Cyberwar Shark was designed but never released. So you had these some of these um, some of these figures were never released. So this series went on for two seasons and had a number of 65 episodes. And um, it was released December 12th, 1986. So it only went on. So I guess it only went on until. Um, probably 88 like he he man only went on for two seasons but they produced a massive amount of episodes uh, later a wheel drone with a large screen and cannons as well as submarine drone was added they are joined on many occasions starting with the first episode by Doc Terra's daughter Amber at each turn their evil plans are thwarted by the heroic centurions the centurions are a team of men dressed in specifically created exoframes that allow them to use with incredible assault weapon systems becoming what the show calls man and machine power extreme the end result is a weapons platform somewhere between the hard suit and mecha originally there are three centurions but two other centurions are later added so you get the original team max ray he's a brilliant sea operations commander the calm and collected de facto leader of the team donning a green exoframe suit so uh let's say suit and sporting a fine mustache <laughs> fine mustache his toy file card said that for exercise he'd regularly swam from California to Hawaii and, back, Hawaii and back. His weapon systems are best suited for underwater missions. Some of these are as follows. So this dude was tired. That's an impossible thing to do, but it is. Max Ray, and he does have a mustache. Cruiser, a sea assault weapon system that is used for in and out of water and includes hydro thrusters. I can see now him be able to do that because he has hydro thrusters a keel fin radar unit and a missile launcher max wears this with a green helmet that matches his exoframe 
Tidal Blast, a powerful surface subsurface attack weapon system with two hydro-powered keel fins used for above and below the water that has battled modes such as cruise, subsonic speed, and rear attack. Its weapons include a repulsar lesion cannon and two rotating and firing shark missiles like cruiser. Max wears this with green helmet. Depth Charge, a deep-sea weapon system used for deep underwater missions. It is a mini-sub with two pivoting pontoons, thrusters, and two mobile directional aqua fins that has modes of attack such as diving, full fire, and deep sea. Its weapons include two rotating aqua cannons, deep-sea torpedoes, and a hydromine. Seabat, released in the second phase of the toy's release. Phantom Fan, Jake Rockwell, rugged land operations specialist, donning a yellow exoframe suit, a passionate idealist with a strong moral compass. He has a short fuse that often puts him at odds with the cocky and casual personality of Ace. His weapon systems have the most power, firepower and the best suited for land missing some missions. Some of these as follow. Fire Force, Wild Weasel, Detonator, Hornet, and Swing Shot. These are what I talked about earlier. Now you have Ace McLeod, daring air operations expert, donning a blue exoframe suit. He is a brave but cocky womanizer. <laughs> a womanizer. And the cartoon. See, that's what was awesome about the 80s, is that you, the, these, these crazy things, you can get away with these crazy things. You know, it, it Nowadays, there is no way, but back then, the times that you can get away with even saying that, it's crazy. So, he's sometimes at odds with Jake. His weapon systems are best suited for aerial missions. Some of these are as follows, Sky Knight, Orbital Inceptor, Skybolt, and Stratostrike. Now, the extended team, they added like later, kind of later editions of the extended team. Rex Charger, he's an expert energy programmer, dones a red and pale green exoframe suit, the Electro Charger, and the Gatlin Guard. And you had John Thunder, Specialist Infiltration Commander. He's a black exoframe with exposed skin, silent arrow, and thunder knife. The Centurions are based on an orbiting space station called Sky Vault, where its operator, Crystal Kane uses a transporter to send Centurions and requested weapon systems to where they are needed. Crystal is always a company of either Jake Rockwell's Dog Shadow or Lucy the Orangutan. Hmm. What is this, the Filmation Ghostbusters? Or is most cases both? Shadow is usually more involved with the Centurions battles, the Lucy and sports a harness with the dual missile launchers. Crystal suggests tactics and sends equipment as required. The Centurions also have a hidden base in New York City called Centrum. Centurions Centrum, the vitamin. Hmm. Okay. Centrum serves as the Centurions land base of operations and also has a beaming pod for rapid transport to Sky Vault. In addition to Sky Vault and Centurion Centrum, this is also a Centurion Academy. 
whose location is kept completely secret and only seen in the last five episodes. Much like the Super Friends editions of Black Vulcan, Apache Chief, Samurai, and El Dorado to introduce racial diversity into the series. A centurion saw the addition of Rex Charger, the energy expert, and John Thunder, an Apache infiltration expert. Diversity. You had diversity in the show. Now, as well as the adventure side of the show, the series considered various science fiction themes, in particular the fusion or relationship between humans and technology as it focused throughout the show's run. A number of episodes also revolved around ecological themes. The green issue was starting to gain respect amongst young people in the mid to late 1980s such as Doc Terror's attempts to extort money from the governments of the world of threatening to destroy some aspect of the environment. The subject of magic explored in the old black magic when Ace becomes involved with a woman named Cassandra Cross, who is a practice a, who is a practitioner of a white of white magic. Her evil twin sister, Lilith, she had to have an evil twin sister joins forces with Doc Terror and Return of Cassandra. Both characters are voiced by B.J. Ward. Ace also has a romantic interest. Some of them reappear in later episodes, such as the, telephone, the television reporter Jenny Rivers and C-Lab technician May Lee. Ace's most elusive romantic pursuit is Crystal Kane, who later reveals she had, a lost, she had lost a fiancé in action. You only love twice. Ace has a romantic dream involving Crystal. I wonder. I, he has a wet dream. Oh, God. The, what they can do in those 80 shows, you can have a wet dream in the show. It's great. It's crazy. That's why we love them. I, I tell you, when I was a kid, I had a big crush on Chitara. even had a dream about her. A wet dream. No, not a wet dream, though. No. Oh, boy. I got myself in the pickle now. The beginning of the episode, Firecracker, Crystal often resists Ace's advances, either firmly or jokingly, but sometimes demonstrates she has affection and love for him. The two finally kiss at the conclusion of the two-part story, The Better Half. Doc Terror is sometimes assisted by his daughter, Amber, like the Batman character, Tala al Ghul. She sometimes shows affection for an enemy for her, of her father, Jake Rockwell, and even betrays him when he goes too far. Let the lightning fall. The series also sometimes leaves an episode ending up to viewer interpretation. In the two-part story, The Better Half, Doc, Terry, and Hacker's robotic halves, Syntax, and Legion join together after a freak accident and become Uniborg. They turn Uniborg. Hmm. They turn on the two, forcing Terra and Hacker to ally, to ally with the Centurions. Upon breaking into Dominion and defeating their robotic counterparts, Terra is poised to destroy them when they argue that he cannot kill them because they are his creations, an extension of himself and Hacker. Terra screams in anguish as he fires his disruptor cannon, and the episode ends with a scene of Sky Vault not revealing whether or not Terra intentionally misses or destroys Uniborg. In the Dare domain, Terra unleashes a time-space vortex 
and dominion that plays havoc in reality. Centurions are able to destroy it, but not before it wreaks Dominion's power generation, causing a violent explosion that seemingly kills Doc Terra and Hacker. The Centurions are beamed out before they suffer suffer the same fate. Terra and Hacker's late remains unresolved at the episode's conclusion, with Jake believing they are finished, and Max arguing that they may not be. Those episodes were produced and broadcast in an anarchist, uh, anarchistic order. Anarchistic order. For example, the episode which showcases the recruitment drive for the two extra centurions, man or machine, five part, were produced long after several episodes showcasing the new additions. Now we have some. Uh, some of the uh, voices here. Michael Bell played John Thunder. Jennifer Darling played Amber. Vince Edwards, Jake Rockwell. Ron Feinberg, Doc Terra. Pat Frehley, Max Ray, Dr. Wu, and Dr. Wu. Ed Gilbert, Hacker. Diane Pershing, Crystal Kane. Bobby Wrigley, Rex Charger. Neil Ross, Ace McCloud. B.J. Ward, Cassandra Cross, and Lilith Cross. William Woodson opening narration. These are the main voices in the cartoon. So you can take your toys, watch your cartoon, and play like you're in the cartoon. Amazing, just like He-Man, just like that. It's so incredibly cool. I mean, I tell you, it's so incredibly cool. And you really should, you guys really, really should, you know, revisit, revisit it. I think you should really revisit it and go back and watch it. And that's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to finish the podcast and I'm going to I'm going to watch Centurions again, like I was a little kid sitting in front of my TV, eating some cereal. Nothing better, nothing better than go back, and I'm going to watch it on my old tube, 13-inch television. Not not really, but I mean I could. But not really. I, I'll just, I just put it. I'll just actually put it on YouTube and watch it. But I want to thank you guys for listening to me for this long. I mean, it's thirty. It's over a half hour that I've been talking to you guys. It's just all about centurions. I mean, I, I, I'm, it's it's so so awesome just talking about these toys because it brings me back to my childhood, and I hope it brought you back to your childhood. Just remembering all the things that you enjoyed, and and all the carefree, all, the, all, all being carefree, and just 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 not not worrying about anything, just worrying about who's who's fighting next on the show, and who's what hero's going to win on the show. That's all you. That's all you were worrying about. What. What figure that you're gonna get next? What toy? You know, Toys R Us. When am I going to Toys R Us? That's what you thought about. That was it. It's just want to go. The best thing is just go back to it. Go back to it. Revisit these things. Watch a marathon of cartoons. Just remember, you know, you're only here one time. And we just gotta enjoy ourselves, and 
just enjoy everybody enjoy your friends and stay safe everybody stay safe thank you for listening and i'm thinking that uh i'm going to do my next episode i'm going to do and i i'm hoping you guys can join me for the top 10 my favorite cartoons and then the next episode after that i'm thinking about doing the top 10 of my most favorite toys so come and join me keep listening guys and i thank you peace to you all